Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hello friend, in this uh, episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, I'm going to be talking about another of my favourite TV shows, and that is the incredible, uh, well at least in my opinion, Mr. Robot, and um, it's a TV show that garnered uh, a lot of... um, a lot of fan support, a lot of uh, interest, and uh, in my opinion, it's a brilliant uh, TV show. Um, that is a, a great character study uh, of a, a great character who had uh, so many uh, levels of uh, interest and inter- intellect and. Um, uh, Someone who'd been through uh, a lot in his life, who was uh, uh, suffering uh, as a consequence, and uh, that's what I want to be talking about today uh, in this episode. Uh, I want to be talking about uh, the premise, um, the story of Mr. Robot, uh, the characters, and uh, what I enjoyed about it the most, um, and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So, uh, in this episode, uh, as I was saying, I'm going to be talking about another of my favourite TV shows, Uh, and today um, I'm going to be talking about Mr. Robot, and uh, Mr. Robot um, was a great TV show uh, that uh, ended uh, just last year, in fact, Um, and it's, uh, it's a TV show that I've thought a lot about, uh, it's a TV show that I obsessed over, like many of the TV shows that I've watched, uh, because um, when you, you find yourself uh, happening upon a TV show that makes you think, it has characters that are so um, enthralling and they seem to have um, something about them that other characters don't, then uh, you really can't stop yourself uh, well, I can't stop myself from becoming engaged in in them and in their story and uh, rooting for them, even uh, if those stories revolve around a uh, an antihero. And uh, I seem to be, become more uh, enthralled by the story uh, by following the story of um, an antihero over um, a. A hero, uh, but I suppose everybody has their own different opinion and perspective on who is a true hero. Um, but um, as I say today, I want to talk about uh, the story of Mr. Robot. I want to talk about the character, main characters, um, and I want to read to you a, a blog post that I wrote uh, about 
Mr. Robot um, that I wrote and I published on my uh, blog, MarkThePoet.me, uh, a couple of ye- couple of uh, weeks uh, after the finale episode of Mr. Robot, and I want to read that to you in um, in a little in a little while. Um, but first of all, if you're not familiar with the TV show Mr. Robot, uh, I just want to give you um, a brief description. Uh, of what the TV show uh, was and is and what it was about and um, Mr. Robot uh, is uh, an American drama thriller television series created by Sam Esmail uh, for USA Network it stars uh, Rami Malek um, as Elliot Alderson uh, who uh, is a cyber security engineer and hacker and a Social anxiety disorder and clinical depression sufferer. Um, Elliot is uh, recruited by an uh, insurrectionary uh, anarchist known as Mr. Robot, uh, played by Christian Slater, to join a group of hacktivists called F Society. The group aims to destroy all debt records by encrypting the financial data of E-Corp, the largest conglomerate in the world. And that is a very uh, broad stroke uh, description of the story, um, but it doesn't really describe uh, all the um, all the details and everything that is depicted uh, within um, the, the TV series. Um, and the TV series uh, consisted of four seasons um, of uh, 45 episodes and uh, didn't sound like a lot uh, but within those episodes uh, was packed, jam-packed with um, incredibly intricate storytelling and incredibly well-written and deep um, characters and motivations and um and a mystery as well um because um the character of uh Elliot Alderson um as we discover even from the, the the pilot episode the first episode of Mr Robot he's suffering he's someone who suffers social anxiety disorder uh he likes to spend a lot of a lot of his time um uh being a, a hacker when he's not um, uh, doing his day job uh, as a cybersecurity engineer at um, Allsafe, um, uh, and that's just his day job, his blue collar job. Uh, but he uses his skills in um, in computers and uh, in being able to hack uh, to become like a, a social justice uh hero i suppose he he um goes after people who who are not uh very nice people and um he goes after someone in the first scene of the first episode um who uh has a certain proclivity um and is he, he's the the owner of a, a cyber cafe uh, and there were a lot of those prevalent back in the back in the day, um, 
and um, well, I don't think it's really a social cafe. It's a, it's a cafe, a cyber cafe, but it's a cafe where people come and they have and there's this high in this cafe in particular. It has a high speed internet connection that you wouldn't normally find anywhere else um, in in a, a cafe like that. But this the the owner of the cafe and it has it and Elliot um, uh, finds out about it and he find he does some more digging into who um, the owner of this cafe is and the more digging he does and the deeper he dives the more he finds all these uh, skeletons in the closet uh, you could say and you he finds out that this uh, the owner is not the well respected um the nice person that he is he, that he, he portrays himself to be in normal uh in uh, norm normal life um behind closed doors he's a very um uh a bad person who spreads bad things uh on the internet um to put it mildly and uh yeah, I suppose he uh is part of the the, the so-called dark web uh, of the internet where uh, people uh, traffic in things that are uh, not beneficial to anybody but themselves and um, that's one of the it, the, the entire series of Mr. Robot shows both um, both the the, uh, the good side and the bad side the, the light side and the dark side of technology, of the internet, of uh, the way that um, technology uh, and information and data uh, can can uh, can help, but it can also corrupt people. And uh, we're all chained to it. Everybody's chained to technology and um, e-commerce, and and um, we're all socially. Uh, dependent upon technology and we're all connected to technology and especially now in this day and age where a lot of the communication that's done is done over the internet a lot of the commerce is done over the internet a lot of sharing of uh, personal experiences is done over the internet and um, unfortunately uh, and that is a good thing but it's also a, uh, a means that people who want to use our data against ourselves uh, or uh, as a currency for the people, people can uh, hack into what we do, what we know, um, our lives, and use uh, use uh, our our life, everything about us, against us. And um, it's a it's a hot topic uh, for some people. Um, a lot of um, a lot of websites, a lot of uh, social media um, companies have become. Um, I've come under the spotlight for that, for uh, sharing people's data and uh, you know um, using it as a as a, a pseudo currency that they sell on to other people. But that's not what Mr. Robot is totally about. Um, as I say, uh, as I said in my introduction, that uh, Elliot Alderson, he is uh, someone who's suffering. Um, Greatly, uh, he's got very um, profound um, 
social anxiety disorder. He's also um, suffered a lot of trauma in his in his uh, in his life, mental illness, in fact, um, depression that has um, pushed him towards uh, taking drugs to quiet his mind in a way. <clears throat> but um, even from the first episode, uh, we be we find that Elliot is talking to himself um, but he's also talking to us and he, he even refers to us the the viewer it's as if he is talking to us and he calls us his friend you know we are we believe that he's talking to us in fact but uh, in the last episode of uh, the last season uh, I think we discover who he's actually talking to um, because, uh, and spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Mr. Robot, but we find out that the Elliot Alderson that we, um, initially encounter in the first episode isn't the true identity of Elliot Alderson. He is, um, he is an avatar, um, of, uh, and he's a different personality. Um, the whole character of Elliot Olsen is a collection of many different personalities, um, influential personalities, um, that throughout his life have defined him. And, um, and it talks a lot about, um, the character of Elliot Olsen and Mr. Robot talks a lot about, um, the voices that some people have within them and what people have to do to uh, survive uh, uh, essentially um, because uh, Elliot uh, suffered uh, child abuse we discover throughout the uh, throughout the series um, he didn't have a great relationship with his mother um, and uh, he um, he's a someone who has um, has has been subjected to psychological abuse, um, physical abuse, and that's why he's uh, become the way that he is. But um, the character of Mister Robot. Uh, who Elliot sees throughout the series, um, who uh, is played by uh, Christian Slater, who coincidentally uh, we find out also looks exactly like his father, um, uh, and um, it's uh, it really does ask. It's 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 a. It's a a story, Mr. Robot is a, a TV series and a story that asks us to um, asks us to look into our own selves and what makes us who we are and a lot of what makes us who we are is our interactions and our experiences and our reactions to those um, and um, the fact that uh, Elliot 
um, uh, becomes this uh, hacktivist, as it's called, and he uh, seeks to change society and um, basically um, take down the economy uh, of the United States. Um, speaks that he wants to exert power over um, a world which he he has felt um, helpless and unempowered within throughout his life because he's had power dominated over him by his father, by his mother, um, his uh, younger sister uh, Darlene Alderson, uh, played by uh, Carly Chaikin. Um, um, she uh, left when he was uh, younger. Um, she comes back in the series, uh, at the beginning of the series, um, and she also is a member of F Society. And a lot of um, we discovered that there is so much backstory that happened before Mr. Robot, um, but that just gets uh, uh, revealed uh, over over the course of the first season because. Uh, when we initially see the character of Mr. Robot, uh, who uh, we think is a real person, uh, played by Christian Slater, we come to discover that he's actually Mr. Robot. It's actually a projection of um, of Elliot Olsen, and he's only he only exists within Elliot's head. And um, as I said, he looks just like. Uh, Elliot's father, Edward Alderson, who was a um, computer repairman who had his own um, his own store called Mr. Robot, where he used to uh, repair uh, computers that were brought into him. Um, and he is uh, just a projection of Elliot's uh, personality, basically. Um, someone who is able to influence Elliot, um, and, um, and someone who Elliot is talking to. Um, but, uh, we find out throughout the course of the series as well that Elliot, the person that we thought we, we, we think we know when we're watching the whole series, and the person who we think we know up until the end, is just another personality of the real uh, Elliot Alderson, um, and it's it's so complex, so dense, uh, but so rewarding as well. If you can get through the first series uh, into the second series, to the third, the fourth. Um, and you get to the end, you'll be so rewarded. And I know a lot of people, they gave up after the first season because it was so complicated. Um, they were asking, well, who is Mr. Robot? And, um, you know, if he's a projection of Elliot, and, uh, you know, who is Elliot really? And and then there was a discussion about all these different personalities within Elliot, and he has these delusions and these hallucinations and he's a he's a psychologically um, uh, 
distressed uh, young man um, who is angry at society, at uh, the world, at his parents. Um, that's why it's it's a psychological thriller as well as a as well as a drama, and uh, so compelling, um, so compelling. Um, but as I said, uh, I wrote a blog about um, Mr. Robot um, uh, two weeks after uh, it first aired, and it came out. It, um, it ended um, last year, in fact. Um, it originally aired uh, on from June twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen, and ended on December twenty second, two thousand nineteen. And, uh, um, yeah, so I guess I, I wrote this blog, um, well, near, uh, the end of December, uh, yeah, so that's what it would have been. So, here's my blog that I wrote. Hello, friend. It's been a couple of weeks since the last episode of Mr. Robot created by Sam Esmail, aired, and we saw the epic conclusion to this phenomenal, stimulating, thought-provoking, and thoroughly entertaining TV show, and arguably one of the best TV shows of the last 10 years, and perhaps all of television history thus far, because of the intricate story told from multiple perspectives on multiple levels that often left its audience watching afterwards asking, what? However, for good and surprising reasons, at least that was how I interpreted such moments over the show, I'm mostly referring to season 2, which many people felt was not as good as the first season and the weakest of the four seasons that were produced. However, I and many others liked season 2, and we were among the few that did, not giving up on this incredible show after we watched season two. A lot of people need explicit and undeniable answers to questions, especially in regards to their favorite TV shows. And when people get further and further into a show and they become even more invested and subconsciously obsessed with a particular show, then the more questions they are posed, the more that they need uh, definitive answers. And it is, and when it is announced that a particular TV show is coming to the end of its run, its audience becomes even more enamoured to know all there is to know about every aspect of every lingering storyline, and what the end will look like for the cast of characters, and will the final episode be a satisfying one. In my opinion, Mr. Robot was a show that excelled in holding its loyal audience's attention and gifted them with answers to questions that they had not even thought to ask. And after every rewatch of every episode, it cons consistently delivers at drawing you in and making you care for people, characters, actions and motivations that you should not be championing. However, there is always something unmistakably powerful about watching a character who might be described as an anti-hero and watching 
what they would do to change the status quo. A character like Elliot Alderson, who wishes to take back control from the top 1% of the top 1% and give it back to the people. Mr. Robot is amazing, friend. You should definitely check it out if you haven't already done so. Check out the opening scene of it, if you don't believe me, on YouTube. Um, this scene is incredibly important in understanding the ultimate narrative of the show, as well as the motivations of the main character. However, you will have to watch until the very last season to fully understand this scene's significance in the overriding story and the multiple depths of Elliot Alderson. And um, it's very true. And I've watched uh, the episodes of Mr. Robot of the many seasons, the four seasons, um, over and over again. Um, like a lot of people, I watched it week to week. And as it was what like reading a book, um, you know, because in, sometimes in books you have the first chapter and then the next chapter could be uh, like a flashback um, uh, informing us about how um, events um, transpired into what we see in the present. And um, that's pretty much how the story of Mr. Robot goes every every episode, every season is like a page, like a chapter of a book. And um, every character that we encounter uh, is a true part of the story, true part of the whole narrative, and they all have a connection to Elliot Alderson and uh, why he chooses to do what he does. Um, and Elliot is um, played ex ex incredibly... Um, and phenomenally by Rami Malek um, who you may uh, have seen in uh, the film Bohemian Rhapsody in which he played Freddie Mercury um, he, he really does carry the whole series and you really uh, feel the distress on, on, his, uh, on his face, in his eyes uh, you see the psychological trauma that he goes through and he just wants to get some kind of power, regain some kind of power, some kind of something that has been taken from him over his life. And he's uh, he's incredibly disturbed, and um, he takes a dark path um, uh, throughout the story. But he's also a good person. But he's just been um, he's just had a hard life, had a bad life. And um, his his personalities, the personalities within him, have just become so powerful. Um, the multiple personality um, disorder that um, eventually takes over, um, and um, who he sees and who he has conversations with. He has conversations with himself, with characters within his mind who. He doesn't at first um, recognise and associate with who they were based upon. And he doesn't even really see himself because he becomes so uh, delusioned in the character of this... Um, of Mr. Robot, basically. Uh, of And 
you see through multiple um, episodes um, this uh, this psychological um, fight that he's having with himself for dominance. Every personality within him wants to be more dominant. Um, there's a lot of personalities within him. There's Mr. Robot, who looks just like his father. Um, there's uh, a younger version of Elliot Alderson as a, as a boy. Um, there's um, uh, an image of his of his mother, who is not very supportive of him. Um, and uh, there's also um, Elliot himself, but another version of Elliot. Because um, Elliot in the real world, who he used to be, uh, is one way. Um, and there is another personality that at some point took over um, and uh, that's who we follow through the entire series in fact and we don't realise till the last episode that all the while throughout the series we've been seeing uh, an idealised version of Elliot not the true Elliot We've been seeing someone who, who, uh, an an idea of a person, a, a a side of a person, a dark side of a person, who works on the edges of um, society, who doesn't like society, who wants to bring down society, who is um, an anti-hero, um, and who goes to great extremes to try and um, attack society um, but in reality that Elliot Alderson in, is not like that at all and you find out that that dominant personality that uh, that hacker had just taken over and uh, it's not until the last scene of the last episode that the true uh, Elliot Alderson wakes up from seemingly being in a um, in a in a coma within himself, basically, he um, um, pushed to the back of his his mind, and uh, and the first um, person that he sees is his sister Darlene, who has been with him the whole time, and who knows more about Elliot than he knows about himself, um, and uh, who supported him, and. Um, other characters throughout the series that have supported him and worked with him uh, include um, the character of Angela Moss, who's played by Portia Doubleday, uh, who's Elliot's friend. Uh, she also works with him at All Safe, um, and uh, they've been friends since they were children. And um, she has her own arc throughout the series, um, and uh, she's, she's great, great in great uh, actress and great character there's also Tyrell Wellick uh, who's played by Martin Wallstrom um, who uh, is an ambitious uh, senior vice president of the technology um, company E-Corp and he later becomes a part of F Society and works with Elliot um, um, and Mr. Robot part of uh, one of Elliot's uh, personalities um, there's also uh, Philip Price who's the CEO of E Corp 
um, played by Michael Christopher. Um, he's great in that role as well. Very imposing, very powerful performance. Um, there's also uh, Dominic uh, DiPiero, who's an FBI field agent, who's played by Grace Goomer. Um, also great uh, character who has a lot of interactions with uh, Darlene um, and uh, and she goes through her, she's going through her own um, uh, social anxiety disorder from her own perspective um, and uh, the character of White Rose um, who is a trans woman uh, cyber terrorist and the head of the Dark Army, who is uh, kind of like the um, the the overriding nemesis of Elliot, um, and who is the 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 power behind everything in the world. This this dark uh, darkness that's um, uh, pervaded uh, the world, and um, the character of White Rose is played by B D Wong, who is great throughout the series and at first you just learn little bits and pieces about them throughout the the first few seasons and then towards the end you learn even more you learn about who they are uh why they are the way that they are and um and they're very they have a very powerful uh performance throughout the series and um and uh yeah pleasure to watch and um great great depth to um, their character and the motivations why they do what they do and um, yeah brilliant and there's also uh, the character of Irving who's uh, played by Bobby uh, Cavanale um, who's a used car salesman but who's a part of the Dark Army and he's uh, one of their fixers and um, he is a uh, very interesting character um, find, you first see him in the the third season, um, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a great character, really great character. Um, and yeah, there are lots of other uh, characters that um, recur throughout the series. Um, but yeah, I just want to uh, say that it's a great uh, series and very complex, very. Uh, you have to keep uh, your attention fixed upon it and fixed upon Elliot and try and um, make sense of it for yourself sometimes uh, as you go along. But uh, as you, if you you know, go through the, the the series, go through the episodes, you'll learn more about the character of Elliot. You'll learn more about who he is, why he is, and um, why he does what he does and uh, why he wants to bring down society in such a way and a lot of it uh, as I say stems from um, things that happened to him as a child and um, he's very troubled but he also finds out that he's very powerful in some ways and he does become uh, a hero in his own right um, but it's uh, it's a it's a roller coaster of a ride for Elliot uh, both physically and psychologically and uh, yeah I couldn't recommend it uh, recommend it more so if you haven't seen Mr. Robot then uh, 
check it out uh, online if you can uh, or pick up the, the blu-rays or the DVDs um, or uh, download it wherever you can and check it out and you won't be uh, you won't be disappointed um, but I'm going to leave it there for now I uh, hope you like what you heard and I hope you'll choose to check out Mr. Robot and I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I have um, but uh, so I'm saying thank you for listening and I'll talk to you again soon If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh episode um and i'll talk to you again soon